Tomer Jumbo from Zangervasi. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 14th of September 2023. Sorry, we are once again a teensy bit late this week. Sorry about that. This is a quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Saturday, the 9th, Prime Minister Yadakli Kharabashvili and his family took a trip to the United States. He decided to use a government plane. People on social media said Garibashvili used a state plane for personal purposes, which of course he did. However, Nino Giorgobiani from the government's strategic communications department said on social media that the prime minister flew to the U.S., but that no state money was spent. Still, the government later changed its story and said that Garibashvili had taken a charter flight to Europe, followed by a regular flight to the U.S. Investigative journalists revealed that Georgian Airways operated the flight to Europe, Anzor Chubinitze head of the Special State Protection Service, stated that Tariel Kharibashvili, Kharibashvili's father, paid 34,000 euros, or $36,500, for his son's trip to the U.S. via Munich. So I guess they didn't use Skyscanner. However, the Prime Minister's travel costs remain undisclosed. The government is denying that state money has been involved in the journey. Nobody believes them, unless, of course, when everybody started talking about it, some very, very rich guy said, oh, OK, I'll reimburse the budget so that the expense can disappear. The opposition expressed skepticism over Garibashvili's father funding the trip, saying that according to official documents, the prime minister's parents are retired and cannot afford such expensive flights. Civil society organizations in Georgia demanded an inquiry into Garibashvili's use of state-owned aircraft for personal purposes. The opposition party, Lelo, has begun a consultation process with other opposition groups regarding the possibility of impeaching the prime minister over allegations of personal use of state resources. More visits. On Thursday the 7th, Joseph Borel, EU high representative, visited Georgia. He met with Prime Minister Salim Azurbashvili, Prime Minister Gharibashvili, Foreign Minister Ilya Darchiashvili, NGO people to discuss Georgia's EU integration path. Press conference with Gharibashvili, Borel said Georgia should keep working on the EU's 12 requirements. He said that Georgia fulfilled only three of them as of June. Borel also said that Georgian Dream, or Otsneba's impeachment process of President Zurabashvili, further increased counterproductive polarization. He said that all country institutions have to work together on the European path. Lastly, Borel said extremely clearly for an EU official that the idea promulgated directly and persistently by Otsneba and senior government officials that the West wants Georgia to be a second front for Russia along with Ukraine and its invasion of Ukraine, that that whole concept is both inaccurate and idiotic. He didn't use the word idiotic, but the point was pretty clear. On Monday the 11th, Economy Minister Levan Davitashvili announced that Chinese citizens would no longer require a visa to stay in the country for up to 30 days. Davitashvili said he wanted to increase the number of daily flights from China to at least 10 as this would positively impact the domestic economy. He also emphasized that China has the largest tourist market in the world. Every country wants to get on it. Keep in mind that almost all of Georgia's economic growth is because of Russia's putting money into Georgia, but that migration has slowed, so maybe the idea is to do the same with China. Hmm. Now the European Court of Human Rights decision on Nika Melia's case on Thursday the 7th, the ECHR delivered its verdict on Melia's case, former chairman of the United National Movement, or Natsebi, related to his arrest in 2019. For some context, authorities arrested Melia for clearly political reasons. Four years ago, 
for organizing and participating in group violence, or so they said, during the June 2019 rallies outside of Parliament, famously known as Gavrilov's Night. These protests erupted when Russian Communist Member of Parliament Sergei Gavrilov addressed the Parliament in Russian, the Interparliamentary Assembly on Orthodoxy, from the Speaker's seat in Parliament. June 2020, Melia obtained his release on 30,000 lottie bail, which is about 12,000 U.S. dollars. The court ordered him to wear an electronic monitoring tag, notifying law enforcement before leaving home, and refrain from making public statements in public spaces and communicating with witnesses. ECHR declared Melia's detention did not violate the European Convention on Human Rights. Next up, Zudabashvili's consultations with opposition parties. On Monday the 11th, President Zudabashvili met with opposition parties to discuss Georgia's EU integration, concerns about Osnaba's policies. Members of the opposition stressed the importance of EU candidate status and disagreed with Otsneba's impeachment procedures against the president. Zudabashvili said she would continue holding consultations with political representatives of different parties. More on the Shobi landslide. On Sunday, the 10th, the Energy Management Service of the Ministry of Internal Affairs said the rescue team found another body in Racha in the bed of the Chanchachi River. According to the statement in Oni District, search and rescue operations in the area continue. Rescue teams found 32 bodies in the disaster zone and will keep searching for one missing person. On Friday the 8th, the Ministry of Internal Affairs said that heavy rains caused landslides and flooding in Guria, resulting in three fatalities and damaging infrastructure, including houses, bridges, roads, and connecting villages. Alexandre Sarishvili, mayor of Lanchhuti, said landslide hit several villages of the Chochhati community, destroying at least 10 houses during the Several days of heavy rains, the Emergency Management Service received over 100 reports on damages and flooding caused in Guria and the Jada regions. Next up, mass drug arrest. On Tuesday the 12th, the Ministry of Internal Affairs arrested 46 individuals in different regions of Georgia on drug charges. The ministry said that the detainees belonged to various national backgrounds, including citizens of Georgia, Ukraine, Russia, Egypt, Nigeria, Iran, Yemen, and Jordan. According to the ministry's statement, detainees face sentences that range from 20 years to life imprisonment. On Monday the 11th, the Ministry of Infrastructure said that it was implementing large-scale infrastructure projects in Bakudiani with government and World Bank financing. Total investment is 25 million lati, which is about 10 million U.S. dollars. The work includes the development of tourist infrastructure and the rehabilitation of streets and buildings. According to the statement, the Bakudiani Central Recreational Park will have eight hectares of sports culture and recreational zones. On Monday the 11th, Prime Minister Khadabashvili announced that 5,000 top students in universities nationwide would receive a double monthly scholarship of 300 lati, which is around 110 U.S. dollars from the state. Khadabashvili also mentioned that the International Education Center a government-established entity in 2014 gave over a 1,000 Georgian students full scholarships to attend the world's best universities. On Sunday the 10th, during an event to celebrate the Day of the Energy Engineer, Romeo Mikotadze, Deputy Minister of Energy, talked about the Black Sea Submarine Cable Project that will benefit Georgia and Eastern Europe. An 1,100-kilometer-long or 700-mile-long electricity cable with over a 1,000 megawatts of power will connect the electricity systems of Azerbaijan and Georgia, Romania, and Hungary. 
Miko Tadze said the negotiations with various financial institutions will begin after finishing the feasibility study in about two months. He said the project would enable Georgia's energy independence, increase its electricity transit potential, and attract investment. Monday the 11th, the culture ministry said that starting next week, the Anzor Erkomaishvili State Folklore Center would organize the international folklore festival Sakarvelo, a four-day celebration of the folk performing art in Tbilisi and the southern city of Akhaltiche. The festival will take place at open-air location in Akhaltiche Castle and will showcase local folklore, architecture, cuisine, providing an immense cultural experience, according to the statement. Embassies from Italy, Belgium, the Netherlands, United Kingdom, and Finland will join the event. And this week, with the Sakharov Prize for Freedom of Thought, on Tuesday the 12th, the European Conservatives and Reformist Group, or ECR, in the European Parliament nominated the pro-European People of Georgia and Nino Lomjadia, former public defender of Georgia. For the 2023 Sakharov Prize for Freedom and Thought, ECR MEP, Anna Foytiga, who sponsored the nomination, said that Georgians deserve respect and recognition. The entire ECR group supports Georgia's quest for freedom and unity with the West. Foytiga said that Nino Lomjaria has made an invaluable contribution to her country's democracy and Euro-Atlantic aspirations. That's it for this week. Tell people you know about us, your family, friends, work buddies, anyone you think might be interested to listen to what's going on in Georgia. Tell them to hit the subscribe button. And you can always financially support us by the link at the bottom of the show notes. Knock bomb this.